petite Syrah, a little extra. Put this all wrecked in your cerebral cortex. You want me to rap? Think I'd rather take a nap. It's a wheel. It's your feels. It's, it's the best nightcap. Cheers. Anyways. Anyway. Welcome to Petite Syrah. <laughs> Sorry you We're listened to We're still that. drinking this um, Zinfandel and it's pretty good. And what are you talking about? This is a totally different day and a fresh new episode. This is yeah. another, we're still drinking it though. We, uh, <laughs> we we're uh, lightweights and we've left it for yes. a whole week. Three weeks I, later. Can I sidebar this? Hmm. I dated a guy and on like our second day or third day, I went to his place, brought up a really nice bottle of, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. They're all referencing my <laughs> mic placement, guys. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> so should I restart the story or no, did no. you hear me? No, okay, no, we're okay. good. Yeah. I brought like, it was like a hundred dollar bottle of wine, mm. which is expensive. To that was on a first date? No, it was like a third date. Oh, okay. And I really liked him. Mm, obviously. Mm. And then like a month later, I went back to his place and it was like maybe our seventh date. Mm-hmm. And he grabbed the same bottle and there was like maybe two, like a glass <gasps> and a half left and poured it for me to drink. Maybe he never drinks wine. He only drinks like Coors Light. I broke up with him on spot. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Like, a month later, you <laughs> no, had the same on spot, one open. That was the start of the end. Yeah. Uh, Good for you. you I hope he's have. learned something. It Did you like, tell him? You're like, this is no, no. I was, How dare I was you? Theory. How Not dare like, you? There, there was a lot more that goes into it, and actually, it's a good story someday. But. Um, <clears throat> It's long. Well, we don't like okay. stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Petite like, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> petite Sarah, yeah. Um, okay, speaking of anyways, stories. Sorry, we're going to be... Okay. Let's, I'm going to spin, spin the wheel, wheel for Desi this time. What? Okay. Yeah. Oh. I'm starting it and I'm spinning it for you. Sarah, you better just give You're it an extra push if it ends up on... If I get yeah. pink again from last week's episode. Yeah. No, seriously. Right. Okay. Respin. I think this Come thing on. is like messed Takeshi's up. Takeshi's gonna do a real okay. spin. We, we, this is what we're annoyed with the annoying. We're, we're being annoyed. We're annoyed with okay, the annoyed. Okay, purple. Okay, too close for purple, comfort. I'm pretty sure it's scary. Says cartwheel. Let me reference this mm. again. Purple is scary. Tell us a okay. scary story. <sighs> All right. This actually harkens back to last Petite Sarah's episode mm-hmm. because I am cursed when it comes to groins. Mm. Last week was <coughs> hopefully yes. not in your personal life. <laughs> I, I am actually sadly yes. <laughs> like all around. I'm so sorry I said that. <laughs> <The> groin <laughs> can't catch a good groin if I try. Yeah, I'm sorry. Apparently, my lord. It's just oh. all the micro penis. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a lot of nice statin going in these groins. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. So let's hear. Anyways, so last week I pulled a sheet. Ew, that was bad. This week. <laughs> it's hitting me late. Okay, sorry. No, this I week, sat in the groin. Time, like, okay. So, all right. <laughs> uh, nope. It hit me even later. I was like, nah. yeah. For all y'all, the cat nice just got something in. I don't know what she got. Powder yeah. that uh, gets placed in the groin of many. Older people older or large, yeah. From if you have groins. folds that get wet in between, you're going to need, you need also, my Also, under boob. Under boob yeah. is the thing with it is. like nice down powder. dry. Just keep regular I, powder. I don't even then. have to work out because I lift so much penis. <laughs> <laughs> penis. Get your minds like, out of the gutter, oh, people. Oh, oh, yeah. I've been working on that penis. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, all right. So a scary story. So um, I had this woman. She had been in the hospital for a while. I honest to goodness forget, you know, her 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 storyline, her report. But I do know that 14 days, that's two weeks. It 14 is? days. Okay. okay. Two weeks prior mm-hmm. to my care of her, she had um, was in the ICU and they attempt to, attempted to put in a dialysis port in her right groin and could not. So they put it in their le- her left groin. Okay. I didn't mm-hmm. actually know that they did dialysis and groins. Yeah. They it's can, just temporary. Temporary. Okay. Yeah. Until, you know how fistula has yeah. to like heal for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Mm. So she had that. Mm-hmm. And I forget the circumstances of her in, you know, on our unit, but I had her and it was like 4.30 in the morning and she had been stable all night. She slept. She was actually the sweetest woman. And we bonded over our love of animals and um, she called her dog Booger Butt. It was really cute. <laughs> and... So um, at 4.30 in the morning, we had a doctor, um, a hospitalist that was on shift that had her dogs um, in her like in her office at the time. Oh. And it was a very short walk to the office. So the I, doctor had that? Yeah. Do- okay. Brought her two dogs um, just for the shift and left them in the, in the office. It, she has an office in like a cottage off hospital property, but it's like across the street. So I went to go see these dogs and... <clears throat> Just say you hi. Have to go see the dogs in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's nice. Aww. Yeah, what kind of dogs sweet. are they? Uh, they're like little white ones. Oh. What, they were cute though. Mm. Um, not like yappers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once you say like little they and were like cute yeah. though, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. a snack. Yeah. So, um, anyways, I'm on my way back up, and I say to the nurse I'm with, her name is Jo Beth, and I'm like. <sighs> it feels more like it should be like 5.36 than 4. And she's like, yeah, I know the feeling. And we walk back in to the unit and I hear a scream, a patient scream. And the doctor is behind me that I was just seeing her dogs. And I like run to my patient's room and I go in and she is in hysterics. She's crying. She's holding, clutching her <clears throat> right groin. And she's like, I don't know, I just coughed and I had a sharp pain. And I'm like, oh, that's so weird. <laughs> like, because in my knowledge, I didn't have in the report 14 days ago, she had an attempted dialysis port placed in her right groin. Mm. That's oh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That's a long time. And it was an unsuccessful, unsuccessful one. Yes. So they went and left. It was not a, a pertinent part of her history. So, anyways. The doctor is very quick to judgment. She's like, she checks her out real quick. She's fine. We go and she's like, just give her like a 0.5 of Dilaudid for the pain right now, just a one-time dose. And so I draw it up and by the time I get back to the room, I give her the Dilaudid pains relieved temporarily. I look at the groin. It had grown, a hematoma had developed and grown from nothing to the size of a uh, like a navel orange, uh, and within that time, from uh, the time I call the doctor to let her know to the time I go back to the patient's room, it had grown to the size of a cantaloupe. 
Oh my God. And it was a huge amount of blood. Just a huge bleed going on. She was, you know, just classic hypotensive, getting flush, sweaty, because all those uh, arteries dilate and her blood pressure was crap. On top of that, I had just given Dilaudid, which decreases the blood pressure as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So the hospitalist wants me to involve the intensivist, who's like kind of a doctor who deals with. Um, patients in the ICU basically kind of punted it off. And the intensivist is like, oh, I'm sure she's fine. Order, you know, just keep an eye on it. And I'm like, can I order at least like an ultrasound, a stat ultrasound? And he's like, yeah, sure. So by the time I get her down to ultrasound, they're like, they're like, I can't really tell if it's bleeding. And Which like, also in the middle of the night, did they have to call somebody in yes. to do the ultrasound? Yes. Mm, and okay. I'm holding pressure on an, uh, you waiting know, for a, the person a to site get there. I cannot find of the bleeding. I'm just trying to find her femoral artery and hold pressure and I can't. And her blood pressure's decreasing, decreasing, decreasing. She she's in ultrasound and they're trying to find, they're like, I can't tell if it's bleeding. Her blood pressure recycles, it's 60 over 24. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, uh, she's definitely still bleeding. And I have no orders, no nothing. I just bring her to the doors of the ICU. <laughs> like, <laughs> Please help. Yes, I do. I pick up the phone. I have a patient for you guys. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I, I just, I need to bring her in here. And I, uh, for the 30 minutes, by this time it's six o'clock before shift change at 6.30, I hold, I just sit there in the ICU holding pressure, praying that this woman lives. She ends up going for emergency surgery by 7 o'clock, and she has to have a follow the next morning, another emergency surgery. She had popped the thrombus on that femoral um, puncture mm-hmm. um, that they had done two weeks prior. It was just bad luck. She had coughed and popped the thrombus, the clot that had developed over the femoral. In my mind, it would have healed completely. I would think you would have completely new cells that it's just, there's a scar maybe, that's it. Was she on safe? Like anything... a blood. Like, I don't. I don't recall. I. No. I mean that she had to have been on something, Jeez. right, for it to pop. Also, did the like doctor that. find out that initially it was like she's fine? And by on something, we made blood thinners. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> blood thinners. Um, or crack. Uh, <laughs> you know, luckily I had an amazing charge nurse and um, supervisor that were they were in there with me dealing with the whole situation and the. Um, supervisor had the intensivist cell phone mm. number. So they were saying, giving me like credit saying, this is serious. Like it's actually something's up. Right. right. So um, they did. And, you know, 20 minutes after I'd already been sitting in the ICU hallway, we got like the orders for an ICU bed, but then only there wasn't a nurse available for ICU until day shift. So that's why I was just sitting in there until the end of the shift trying to hold pressure. So like mm-hmm. the charge nurse had to watch your other patients back on the yeah, floor? Yeah, and other nurses just helped mm-hmm. out. Wow. That's crazy. It was the worst. That and is that's scary. why I'm cursed with groins. Like that is just one of several <laughs> groin issues. And so that's those- why I'm cursed with groins. <laughs> So in those situations, let's say, so you finished with her, then you go back. Did you have to like, since the other nurses, they gave my morning meds for me. <clears throat> did they like finish all the, like, did they chart the end of, I mean, like, did you have to go, you know what I, I mean? Yeah. I had to go back and finish up the shift, um, stay late, give report on my other patients. Mm. 
Uh, and you know, six months later, I saw that that woman back, and mm-hmm. she had had like uh, exploratory surgery on the groin, mm-hmm. and uh, she had a wound vac infection, mm-hmm. all that good oh, stuff. Man. Yeah, but I was so happy. I'm like, yeah. I knew She's her name alive. without even having to like look yeah. at the chart. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so happy to see you're alive. <laughs> how's Bo- and this is the saddest part. I go, how's Booger Butt? And she goes. He ran away. Oh, oh no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she Uh-oh. was an angel. Oh. Oh, All right. Do be. I get to spin okay. for somebody else now? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Who am I spinning for? You, Sarah? Sure. Yeah. All right. Or no, you spin for Kat and right. so that Kat can spin for me. Oh, there you so, go. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> yellow. Do five push-ups. Um, I'm pretty okay. sure yellow is happy. Oh, uh, that's a nice change. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh, funny. Oh, funny. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I can think of any other category. <laughs> funny. Oh, man. Um, it's okay. You can just do five push ups. I know. It's like, no, oh, you've got it. Oh, funny story. Um, I just, I, I, I gotta. I don't know. I gotta. It's like I gotta let it stew. Does anybody else want some more? No, of I'm no what. No. Okay, good. Because I don't oh. want to drink anymore. It's very tasty though, so I might do it. It is really good. I'm gonna split it up between you two. Thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm being very fair. So generous. And I'm also giving Cat time to think of a funny. I story. can't think of a funny story. What? I can do only think re-spin? of like sad. <sighs> Like wound vac, you said wound vac, and I'm like focused on this wound vac story. I think that what this means is you're gonna have to do five push ups. I can totally do five push ups. Can I also do five push ups? Can can I also share my wound vac story though? It's not (laughs) funny. Sure. Maybe it's a little funny. Wildly depressing. I'm gonna make it funny. No, I'm gonna make it funny. Okay. So we have this patient. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna make this funny. I shall make it funny. A wound vac is gonna be funny. So we have a patient who was in the hospital she had a um a lead revision for her device and um ended up getting a pocket infection okay 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 let's break this down all right so okay. pacemakers <laughs> yes. are placed to help the heart beat at a safe regular rhythm yes and it is a, a mechanical device that's implanted into the tissue of the chest yes however that tissue post implantation can get infected and the yes. leads, those are the wires that go from that device that's just sitting up in your chest all the way down to your heart tissue. Right. And sometimes that can get infected mm-hmm. or something else might happen. You right. got to take them out. And if you that's had no leads, deal. your device would do nothing. So basically the leads are like the device will like shoot off a signal and then it goes from the, d- the device thingy through the leads into the ventricle or the atria or whatever, wherever they put the lead. So electricity. Okay. We're sending electricity. So if your heart's like really, 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 really fast, then it'll like shuck it and get it back into like a regular or, you know, kind of of something like that. Episode one, y'all. A defibrillator, yeah. (laughs) Pacemaker, uh, you know, keeps it going the right way. Anyway, actually a patient who called today and his his device shocked him and Anai was not there, a device nurse. And there was like, um, so I think it did the right thing. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Good. You're not dead. You're not dead. Great. Um. That's good. Hope it doesn't do it again. Did okay, it just do it one time. Okay, good. Okay. Twice, but it was like two weeks prior. So yeah. Uh, anyway, so my funny story is this patient who had a device, and 
They get deleted vision and then the pocket where the device was in her chest got infected and they had to put a wound back and she they wanted to do IV antibiotics to clear it but she left AMA so the AMA, that yeah. means against medical advice so she was supposed to stay in the hospital so she could get her I don't need these antibiotics I don't need these antibiotics for this thing that goes directly to my heart and keeps my heart pumping no uh, way that's not important so she left <laughs> and then with a, the wound vac with the wound vac and that is a oh uh, so there's like this big black sponge thing that they stick inside your wound and they tape it down and then there's a vacuum seal which is why it's called a vac wound vac Okay, so you vacuum out all the shit. Anyway, so it keeps like a negative pressure and Vacuums close the dirty germs yeah. out of it. Yeah, to try to heal the wound. Anyway, so they're only for those are like temporary, like a a week, something, right? I mean, they could be longer, I guess. Line, but like yeah. hers was supposed to be for like a week and then be done mm-hmm. in the hospital with IV antibiotics because this is not a good infection to have. So she leaves. (laughs) I don't need to be here. I'm fine. There's like multiple notes, like advised or otherwise. Anyway, so she leaves. She calls us like for a whole week we're dealing with her because every day this is that my wound vac isn't working. The battery's dead. I call and then I'm like, okay, call the place. Here's the number. She calls the place. And then the place is like, I don't know, this should be done in this place. And then, well, the doctor said that the the wound vac only works for so long. Okay. And then our doctor's like, she should be in, in, okay, well, she should be in um, wound care. Okay, well, wound care can't get her in for a week. Okay, well, her wound vac's not working. So she won't take the oral antibiotics. Okay. I mean, it's just like this like snowball. And all we're doing is we're all just going, okay, well, you left AMA. Like you should be in the hospital. You shot yourself in the foot, ma'am. I'm sorry. That's what you did. It's not like funny, but it's just funny to us because the whole time we're just laughing going, dude, this could have been fixed. Why mm-hmm. did you so. leave? Why did you leave? And her sister's involved constantly. Like, well, I just don't know what to do. Like, she just has this infection. Like, she should have been in the hospital. Why did she leave? So we end up sending her back to the hospital. It was the end of the story. <laughs> I just wasted a week. Sent her back to the hospital after a whole week of like these thousands of things and we're trying to get her into... Uh, that is funny. It was, and she's oh, like, I fe- need to come into the office utility. and we're like, we don't know how to do wound vacs. We're not wound care nurses. Like, Plus, I don't know. People in the hospital who see them frequently... <laughs> We don't know how to do wound vacs because right. the machine malfunctions all the time and you'd have to call the company right. and they're like, oh, did you turn it off and restart it? <laughs> yeah. It's just like calling Comcast. It's like, Useless. Oh, push the button, reset. <laughs> yeah. No, that didn't work. Let's try the next troubleshooting thing. Yeah. Did you change the dressing? Yes, I've already changed the whole dressing. Yeah. There's no leak. It's. Did you try this? Yeah. It's she wanted so us annoying. to come in to take it. I'm like, we don't have any supplies for any wound vac, anything. Like we do not do anything that you're saying well, I don't want to go to the hospital. Okay, well, what? there's nothing else to do here. Like, there's no option. I'm sorry, ma'am, but uh, there's uh, literally no other possibility. You should have probably stayed put. Oh, no, I'm yeah. fine to leave. It was just, like, ridiculous. Sometimes you're just like, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Man, people that's are so story. stubborn, but that sounds like something that would happen to me because I would be like, I'm fine. I'm going to go home. Yeah, it's all good. I can take care of it. I just have this gaping Do wound I need to be chest. here getting IV antibiotics? <laughs> I can take them orally, right? Bye. It's totally fine. We've had it's patients okay. use their pick lines to inject meth. Oh, oh, hey. No, no, no. That's one of my stories. Oh, you can't oh, use oh, it. Sorry, okay, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm going to spin the wheel for Sarah. 
What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's got to go whoa. all the way around. That it doesn't count. But it was green. I this is the price is right. And it must go all the way around once in order to be. Wait, I really wanted to spin uh, it. Okay. You know, a blue. Fire. Share blue. an embarrassing story. Okay, but it's blue. So what is it? Um, I think blue means sad in our world. Oh. oh yeah. I don't want to be sad. That's a petite story. Can you make like a happy spin? Can you wrap the sad? Okay. Listen, yes. <laughs> I can. I yes. have one where it Please started don't. out sad, but it turned out okay. You're rhyming uh, already. This is great. <laughs> turned what? out sad, but it's not it's bad. bad. No, I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's what I said. Um, I rhymed because I'm a rapper. Okay. Uh, okay. So there was this youngish man in a hospital I worked at one time, and he had a new diagnosis of heart failure. And guess what? We do a shitty job of telling people what that means. It's yes, like, yeah, you yes, have heart failure. And everybody knows what that means, right? Yeah. It means that your heart doesn't work well. It's pumped and it's going to just get worse and worse over time. Yeah. But no, not everybody knows that. So anyway, he Most heard, people don't know no, that. Yeah. Anyone listening has no means. idea what it is. Yeah. yeah. People don't like know that. What that means for the rest and of And our body. job as a doctor to say that. And then they call us two days later, like, um, or they are in your hospital. Like, I don't know what my diagnosis is. So this man, just <laughs> earlier that day, he said he had gotten diagnosed with heart failure. Somebody had just for the first time told him he had heart failure. And when I was taking care of him, he was so depressed. He was just like, I don't know, man. Everything I would ask him, he was, and he was youngish, you know, he was 40 something. So um, he already was a little younger acting than our typical patient. And I would ask him, so do you want to, um, did you order lunch yet? And he'd be like, I don't know, what does it even matter? And I'm like, because uh, you're hungry, um, you know, <laughs> what, what do you need? My heart's you know? failing. I don't know. Right. And, and I didn't know this yet. I didn't understand why he was being so down. Because in my eyes, he was there for, you know, a little episode of heart failure. And we were right. just going to give him diuretics yeah. and get him back in, in life again. And he wasn't even that severe. I was like, you're pretty good, dude. Um, so anyway, eventually... I was like, what's wrong? You know, you seem really down and really sad. And he said, well, my doctors, man, I mean, they told me I have heart failure. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, yeah, so, uh, I mean, I'm going to die. And I was like, is that, is that what you think you're going to die? When? When are you going to die? Who told you that, you know? And he said, well, I mean, they told me my heart's failing, so I'm going to die. And so uh-huh. to me, this was an aha moment, but it also was really sad because I realized, okay, he thinks he's dying and I can tell him right now that's not what that means, you know? Right. Um, but also but it was I'm really not. sad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 This is where it gets funny. I told him he was going to die. No. <laughs> so, yeah, bummer, man. It was sad because he yeah. really thought that that meant... Uh, so you should really order your last meal. I mean, this is serious lunch order consider time. Consider carefully what is going to be on your lunch tray. Like Are you sure you want the gravy? That's terrible. Jello, on jello potatoes? for your last meal? Do you want a baked potato? With I'm not supposed to eat cream? cheese. I mean, I'm already dying. Well, so. Man. We're going to hell. Um, yes. So I, I realized that he thought he was dying. And, and then I realized it was just the somebody had not explained to him what heart failure was. So I took some time and I taught him about 
how your heart acts as a pump. And this is one of my favorite things to teach about because to me, it makes so much sense. Teach everyone because they're not going to know what that is. So, you know, when you are, you live on the East Coast somewhere where you have a basement and you have a sump pump. Sorry, California, we don't have these here because we don't have basements. Why not? Okay, so you have to also explain so the Californians know what we're talking about. Hey, a basement is a place (laughs) under your house. (laughs) (laughs) Where scary things happen to you. (laughs) Where you hide from tornadoes. It's the place of your house that's below ground and water gets in there because it rains in other places of the country and enough to where it gets into your house and then you have a pump that pumps the water out. That's called a sump pump. And if something blocks up your sump pump or (laughs) if it just malfunctions, then where does the water go? Not outside of your house. It just backs up in your basement, keeps filling up, filling up, filling up. So, And sometimes it even gets up into the lower level of your house and then you're like, shit, the sump pump's broken. This is a great analogy. I'm isn't so it? confused. You are? This no, is I'm not a gr- I was like, maybe this is not a great analogy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Think of your heart as the sump pump for your body. Sump it's pump. like there's sump always pump. liquid going around, and your heart's just pumping it out of the basement, which is everything below your heart, up into everything above your heart. Also, it's pumping it below your heart, but that's mostly by gravity. Anyway, so if your pump, your heart, something bad happens to it and it's not working, what happens to all the blood? It just backs up below the pump and it just keeps backing up there. So it's like in your lungs, the lower part of your lungs, it's in your liver and your belly and your feet. It just comes out through your tiny blood vessels and it's like pools in your tissue. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I got to explain all that to him and I was like, all you have to do basically is take diuretics and some other drugs and like just stay on top of it and weigh yourself daily and don't eat too much salt or Mm. drink too much fluid and you can maintain it. Thank you and you're welcome. And you're not dying. Yeah. I mean, you might die like if you don't take care of this, but you're not dying right now. We're all going to die. Yeah. But uh, this is not a, you're not going to die right now. Well, it is a scary word. You're like heart failure. Yeah. Like it's failing. It doesn't describe anything. And it's the vital organ, the vitalist organ of your whole body. Yeah. It's failing. My favorite thing to describe is AFib. Mm-hmm. Check out episode one. Yeah, I know. I always say <laughs> like, a lot in episode I one. I say your atri- the top part of your heart's doing a little Irish jig, and the bottom part <laughs> doesn't know what dance it's doing. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's a great way to explain it. Yeah, just, I'm doing that the next time in the yeah. off. I'm totally. It's throwing a little party, and the bottom yeah. part wasn't invited, so it doesn't know what dance you're doing. The bottom one's accustomed to square dancing, where yeah. one person tells you what to do and you do it. Yes, very straightforward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The bottom yeah. one's still square dancing, it's and the other one like a whole rave up there. And yeah. the bottom one's like, "Do I beat? Do I not beat? I don't know." <laughs> Can you imagine like the man's like standing there like with his arms out square dancing on the bottom, <laughs> yeah. and then the woman's just like trying Bar to dance. do a jig, and yeah. they're like, "This is not. This we do not." It's like a really bad wedding dance. <laughs> yes. You're like, "Oh god." That's how I dance. Yeah, that sounds fun. I go to that party. I love AFib. Well. There it is. You <laughs> well, that help. sums it up. Oh, so you got to do some teaching. It's nice. You're welcome, everyone. Oh, yeah. Did he feel better? I guess we should wrap yeah, up. No, after. actually, he yeah, felt better. Okay. And that was Good. so funny. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I was like, ha, 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 you don't you know what? I thought you were going to die, you dummy. <laughs> You're not dying. You, you fool. You have 10 years of suffering ahead of you. <laughs> and if you are, I don't want to be the one to tell you. Let's be your doctor. <laughs> I know. I'm always like, do they know? Do they know? Yeah. Like, should I oh. say Yeah. I, I had a guy come in with a, like a, a lung mass. Like, that oh. was why he was admitted. Yeah. And, like, 
three shifts in, I'm like, well, you know about the slung mass? And he's like, what? Um, A mass? Yeah. I was like, ah, it could be infection or inflammatory response. <laughs> and that's a story for maybe another it's, episode. Maybe a beetle crawled across the x-ray. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> a beetle. It's, it's just fuzzy. We need to redo it. It's weird. It's not so worthy. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you had a good laugh and Write a good wine. Write to us at www.nurses at gmail.com. And share your stories and you could be featured on Petite Sarah, the little extra. <laughs> I like to hear this. Rap Cheers. 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 Cheers.